Let me see if I run spaces through this. Uh-oh. Hey! Oh, he's calling. Your mom. Hey, it's my mom. To accept. Mommy there? No, he hung up. Call him. You tell him he's live. Hey, well, first you're not on your headset. Hold on. What are you Hold in? On. What are you in space? Hey, you got a copy? I got a copy there. Now understand that Hello. you're you're all. You can you hear me? God damn this Bluetooth. Hold God on. Damn this Bluetooth. He says. California. Yeah. Okay, hold on one second. I'm, Don't hang up if you can hear me. I Don't can, hang up. Uh, well, it's a fucking Bluetooth connectivity issue. Oh, I can see this. I can see I this. I think I got the solution right here. Oh, Jesus. Who's the producer of this second. Who's the producer of this show? Oh, breaker, Breaker. Hey, come on, Breaker, Breaker. Breaker, breaker 49. Is anyone there? Yeah, can you hear me? Oh, man. It's not. Maybe it's not a Bluetooth issue. I still, I see you're still there, though. You haven't hung up yet. No, not yet. Let me hang up. That's wild. It is wild. We're going to try this. Now he's hung up. We're going to try this one more time. Kids nowadays. Kids nowadays. Can you hear me? Uh, breaker, breaker, freight shaker. Can you hear me? Can you hear Dude, me? Dude, I can't hear you. Oh, my God. I cannot hear you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to text him. Can't hear. I can hear, hear you, homie. You. We are live. Uh, damn, that sucks. You might be able to hear me. I can. I can hear you. See, you can hear me, but I cannot hear you, bro. So weird. I swear to God. We are live. Oh, what are we going live? Where are we going live at? You are live. Where, where are we live at? Because I can't hear you. Cannot. Right, With I'm the gonna... capital N O T. <laughs> We're live on YouTube. Just me oh. Well, that's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, shout out to the YouTube listeners. <laughs> it's wonderful that we're live. Uh, maybe we can do a video somehow. Can't yeah. you send me like uh, you got a? I just did. What's the podcast tool that you need? Streamyard. Yeah, you, you got just, Streamyard. Yeah, just oh, boom. There it is. All right, let me click that link and see what happens. Jesus, Mishavitz, I'm hanging up on you. Do I need to be on the phone while we click the the no. the live live YouTube link? No, click just That's click my the question. link. God, Jesus. I'm about to jump on just... stage here, uh, but I don't think I need to be on the phone portion of this. Exactly. So I'm going to hang up. So I click the link. I'm going to just hang up on me if I don't Tell need to. Tell me about it. Jesus, Mishavitz. You know, I, I swear. This was all, like I said, you know what happened here is we just went live and, and now his phone's not even working. This is just can't, complete chaos. Oh, somebody clicked in. All right. Are you there? Can you hear me? I swear to God. Can you, can you hear me? Oh my god. This is just chaos. This is just chaos. Anyways, if anybody's in are you in here? You can't hear me either. I can tell this is not yeah, yeah, I can I can hang on. Let me turn my camera on. I I can't hear you. I can hear you. You, you tell is here. Yeah, goodbye. He left me. He left me. All right, we're gonna we're gonna leave that for a little bit. 
he's got a problem. Anyways, so uh, basically, I've been going back and forth all over the place in regards to... It. Oh, Jesus, Michelle, this is going to take all day. Add the stream. No, 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 I got it. Sage, I got it. Oh, got it all set. It's about, it's about, you can turn your camera off, because I don't, I don't bring you on cam. That, that'll suck our oh, okay. bandwidth. That way, we're not seeing... All right, now, so you're going now live on YouTube. Oh, wonderful. So I, Great, cut off the first 15 minutes, and then you'll have a show. Well, that was first 15 minutes was a part of the show. So that's just gonna. <laughs> we, we we were already live when I sent you when you clicked called in, and here I was thinking right. you could work the telephone, and I was so wrong um, that I just left it on there. Would you like to introduce yeah, yourself you, there? Well, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. this is uh, TJ, and my last name's O'Don. That's O apostrophe capital D O A N, and uh, I'm the CEO of a big trucking company. Yeah, monster and a brokerage too. And yeah, and I was going to put you. Um, I'll drop your link for your Twitter because you're only on Twitter. You're not on YouTube. But what I'm here's what I'm right. trying to do. I I can go live on like YouTube Rumble and uh, X, but I you can't go live from your desktop to um to spaces yet. I don't know. You can only do it from your phone. So I was trying to find somebody, and I might have to call you later to see if I can do it through my phone through my rogue. I got a lot of technical stuff here, right? Lots of technical stuff here. Um, too to, much. To, to be honest, the guy to help you with that is Kevin Rutherford. Just, te- just, just, uh, just shoot him a message and ask him how his setup, how he broadcasts via the Twitter space. He used to do it where he'd have Twitter space and his own sort of console, his yeah. own, his own setup, his own yeah. rig, um, and he had to plumb it a certain way. But then he, he got it, and it's just like a certain thing that you need to buy or whatever. Yeah, because I got a lot, so. a lot of technical stuff here. No talent is the problem. So I just keep buying more technical stuff, hoping <laughs> that it'll, it'll bring the talent. And it doesn't. But I want, I've had a lot of conversation on the Twitter spaces. So I'm kind of enjoying the Twitter spaces because people like to jump on and do that. Um, well, the reason it's so good is because it's, it, well, it's, it's live. It's interactive. Yeah. Right? It's got that little interactive ability. And, you know, a lot of my guys, they don't, we don't record them. So then everybody goes a little bit crazier. You know, they say what's really on their mind versus like being, you know, muffled or whatever. Yeah, because I'm trying to get kicked off YouTube is basically what I'm doing. So I, I think <laughs> well, I, you got the perfect guest. I, like, I, I totally I, get you kicked <laughs> off YouTube. <laughs> so I thought I'd ring you up and say, hey, um, because YouTube's they're, they're screwing my, my algorithms. Right. So I, I just thought to myself, well, if we're going to go this route. I'm just going to say whatever I want and, and just put it out there. But I, I did do, um, I was having an interesting conversation because I don't believe, it's not an invasion. And I, and I don't know if anybody from that will click the link. Um, but the link is in there and you're welcome to come in and you're not going to come, it, trust me, you won't be on, I don't put you on the camera so you don't have to have your camera on. But if you, just so you guys know, if you do come on and you want to yell stupid stuff, I can mute you before you while backstage. So you'll be backstage with me and I'll figure out who you are before I put you on the thing. Just giving you a heads up. Uh, that's a fancy little feature there. So, so do you have a, let me ask you this. Do you have a, like a, a green room as they call it, like a holding spot? So, or, or do you have a dump button? Do you have anything that if someone says something radical, you can dump it before it, yeah, it well, hits what the I, airwaves or? Uh, no, it's, if you say it there, that's no big deal, but it's coming in and like the people would come in and yell like the N word and stupid stuff like that. Right. But, and then they leave, but I can, I can make it where we can talk backstage, but nothing goes to YouTube. Like I can mute the volume outbound. So if I had to, I could I could hit mute and cut the cut the thing, and then I can turn it back on, and now that everybody can hear us, and that's kind of how I. Oh, work. I see. So well, that's kind of cool. Yeah, and that's just for my own protection. But I, I, like I said, I've been doing. Um, well, we had a conversation. Well, we you were in there, but while, while I ended up stroking out and had to be taken to a, in a hospital, um, about the MC numbers and stuff like that, um, with what's his face, and I, and what I was trying to explain to him 
just real quick, and then we'll end this because if we don't, I might go blind in one eye with stress. Um, the MC number, like you got that. When I, like I was explaining to him that I have a broker MC number, he has a carrier MC number, right? And yep. the reason for that, which before he jumped off, I was I was gonna say, look, in I think it was 2008, they they stopped allowing carriers to broker freight without a brokerage. But it didn't fall under new, any new regulatory system. So what they did is the FMCSA just said, well, we can the only way we can regulate you is if you have an MC number. So we can't regulate you by the name of your company or nothing because that can all change. So then they, they basically said, well, we're going to have a carrier MC number and a broker MC number. And when you get the piece of paper, it says my MC number dash B for broker, right? And and that was why I still use yep. the term MC number when I was explaining this. So, and then we well, went just in- for clarity's sake, he's wrong. I mean, you can it's, it's a, every brokerage uh, authority you look at says MCB. Correct. It's still an MC number. It's right. an MC number because that doesn't mean it's a motor carrier. It's an MC number. Right. Period. That's like, all the that's all the FMCSA can issue by law is an MC number to regulate you. Like if I don't have an MC number, they can't regulate me. So they have to assign one to me, and that's all they—they they never changed the terminology for it. They just said MCB, MCC. There you go, and and that's basically exactly. it, they just because now they can regulate me, which is very little, but still they can, right? And and, yeah. and of course we have to end every statement just so we know we're done talking. Instead of saying over, I want you to say uh, 49.371.12, and then I'll know you're done talking. Is that, is I love that it when people banter. And yeah. then they start throwing numbers around on the airwaves. Right. No one's going to look it up right then and there. Exactly. I mean, they, they, okay. I mean, it, it, they really say that out loud just to show how smart they are. When right. we're all smart here, let's just have a real conversation. You don't have to. You don't have to banter, and you don't have to shout out numbers. Yeah, it was driving me insane. I was losing my mind. I was losing my mind. So we yes. also started to talk. And again, like if anybody wants to jump in and tell me that it's it's an invasion, please. What do you think it is? Do you think it's an invasion? Uh, which are you talking about the southern border? Yeah, the immigration. No, I think that the problem is they're, they 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 did bad policy, you yeah. know. And that you know, there's a bunch of buildup. Everybody wants to come here, but they signaled, right? They signaled that hey, when we take over, you're welcome to come here. That's what they signaled in their in the run up to this administration coming in here. They definitely signaled, hey open the you know or or come to the border and uh, we'll be lenient on you. Oh, I agree. And you know, so, so it's invasion. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, no. I mean, should we define invasion? Yes. Pro- you know, it's not an invasion in my world because I'm a former military guy. Correct. Right. But, but it is completely, you know, bobbled policy, you know, and they signaled and then it's happening. There are some stories though about down in Panama where mm-hmm. the, where the UN is sort of administering uh, gateways and pathways and funding and all kinds of things to this to sort of make it, you know, I think they're doing it under the whole new thing, which is we got to be nice to everybody. Like the, the biggest thing that in my mind where the countries in the world actually is, is off base is they're doing everything to be, to pander and to be nice. So as everyone tries to pander, the problems get worse. Like whenever someone's weak and panders, that that's when the problems get worse because they get run over. So I think that's what's happening. You got a bunch of people that want to pander instead of be rugged. And then now we have what everyone's calling an invasion. But I mean, yeah, it's just bad policy. Yeah, and I had it. So I don't know. Do you, do you know anything about the UN? Can you I'm speak looking, to that? I mean, I'm looking it up right now, actually. I do stuff like this while we speak. So I'm actually looking it up right now. United States need to protect the rights of well-beings, a range of United Nations agency. I'm trying to, I'm looking it up as we were talking. So 
Uh, let me try PDF. Hello, I'm a yeah, researcher. so it's just it's just like it, it's bad. Everything's bad management. That's what's going on in the world, in my opinion. Is that a bunch of managers are into power, right? Yeah. It's like a managerial class of people that they went to college, right? They learned everything. They worked their way up the ranks, and now they're in positions of power. Government or corporate doesn't matter. There, there, there's a group of people that learned a certain way in the schools, yeah. which is to be nice to people, and now they're in positions of power, and now they're in their 40s, right? So, so there's groups of people in their 40s and 50s that, um, you know, they don't really know how to manage situations properly, mm-hmm. in my mind, because they're sort of book learned and they're not on the job learned. Okay, so like everything we know is on paper, it's one way. And then in the real world, it's a little bit different. Right. And so it feels to me like this professional managerial class is book learned and they don't have a lick of street smarts in them. That's what it feels like to me. Um, and that's sort of my opinion on everywhere, corporate, corporate and government. Right. Well, and, and this is how I was looking at it and I was trying to explain it. And hear me out. Hear me out. Right. So. In my opinion, what basically happened was, like you said, they kind of they le- they came more lenient. COVID shut basically went away, so they had to drop the, the Title Forty Two, right? And then they 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 didn't. People started rushing. You had a problem in in Ecuador um, where you have drug. The, they it was on Twitter and everything. They went into the media channels, and you have drug lords are basically pushing people out. So they're now you know people are trying to run from that. So you have a bunch of issues that happen. Then you have lenient policies here, um, and the lenient policies basically they, they start to come in. Right now, what happens is, is then then Biden goes and says, oh, crap, we need to do something. And he goes to the to do the same thing Trump was doing. And this is what I posted on one of some of my shorts. The courts come in in San Francisco and say, no, it's no longer safe for them to stay in Mexico. So you can't do the stay in Mexico policy anymore. So now the courts are against them. So I look at the Trump administration as asking for forgiveness. We're going to do this and then we're going to ask for forgiveness. And I see the Biden administration basically saying, can we do this right? They're not that type. Um, and then when they can't, they basically do this real quick. When they can't, they basically don't do it. So kind of what I'm seeing, what happened, it's not, and the reason I don't, it's not an invasion is one, there's no eminent threat, right? There's no eminent threat. But the problem is, is if we start calling it an invasion, okay. And we start to use that terminology, then I don't want the federal government coming in and having more power over the situation. If it's an immigration, they can't step in. But if you start calling this an invasion, and you, they could de- technically nationalize the guard, create martial law, and, and start curfewing people, and then basically start searching for 8 million people. You, you are literally giving the, the government more control. Do I have any evidence of this? Yes. The pandemic. Um, Katrina, when they went door-to-door taking weapons away from people, right? So by calling this an, an invasion, which it's not because there's no eminent threat, you are literally asking for the federal government to come in and give and take more po- I don't want that. I want the policies and the immigration problem fixed. I don't want more government just to step in. You, you need to do it with the, with the resources of an immigration crisis. Because you start, like I said, you call it, a, you call it an invasion, the federal government's going to get involved. Now you're looking at a, at a martial law situation, nationalizing guards. And, and who knows? It's curfews, and who the hell knows what they're going to do? Yeah, I'm all for that not happening. Correct. So, but, but, but we have to kind of describe imminent so there's there's clearly um more people on a terrorist watch list being apprehended down there than ever before okay like the numbers are are skyrocketing as far as like people on the list that are getting caught 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so so some people would say, well, that's an imminent threat. I don't. I'd say, well, maybe not quite yet, but it could become an imminent threat. Um, you, but you have, you know, you you have clearly linked um, a fentanyl crisis that is clearly attached to that border. Mm-hmm. Now, everyone's screaming bloody murder about child trafficking and all of that, yeah, which I believe that's going on. But I think that it, that specific might be overblown because it's hyperbole, hyperbolic. Yeah. And I think that, that people are running with that. I, I don't know. I'm not a child trafficking specialist. I know it goes on down there. I just don't know if it's to the degree that they're stating. But, but the fentanyl numbers and the, right, the drugs and the guns and, the, and, and the, the kids, like in combination, you say, okay, we need to do something here. Right. Right. So, and they're not, doing what, they're not doing anything that's effective. And then so you just look at the numbers. You say, okay, well, Trump, love him or hate him. His last month in office, 25,000 people crossed. And then Biden in January, 200,000 people crossed right. or whatever. Now, oh, I know my, the problem. My friends on the left, my friends on the left say, oh, well, those were just building up the whole time. And then finally, when Title 42 went away or whatever, then the surge happened because they were all building up. But I don't think that's necessarily true. I think it built up because we signaled, hey, we're coming into office and you're free to come. Absolutely. And so so I, I the numbers are fucking astronomical. So if you can say that on YouTube, I don't, I don't know. If you can. But we'll find out. But a quarter a quarter million people coming across there every month for four years is very problematic. So yeah. they need to figure it out. They're trying to, but like you said, they can't get they can't go back because now California pandered to the the law Correct. because they want to keep doing what they do, which is have the support of the feds, right? Because they love to be communistic in California where mm-hmm. I live. And and so they need they love the Fed support on this. So, of course, their courts are going to act like this. And maybe their courts just did it because they're pandering to the people down there coming across the border that they're worried about. They're like, oh, all these people are being harmed. we got to get them into the country. So invasion, no, very problematic, yes. Um, and what to do about it? Well, to be honest, the, the Biden administration, Mayorkas, they've screwed it up in everyone's mind. And so it doesn't matter because that, you know, you would think that the election would swing back over to Trump in 2024 just because of that one subject alone. But there's other stuff, too. So minus uh, an economic rebound to the likes of none other that we've ever seen before, mm-hmm. which they will try to manufacture an economic rebound, you know, because all the bureaucrats in Washington want to keep their jobs and get another four years. Right. right? Because they are going to get released back into the civilian life. And they don't want that. The Biden administration. This is how inept they are at management they have not turned over one bureaucrat on the team yet to to date so not one person not not jake sullivan not lloyd austin no one on the administration team has been let go for anything not my orcas not mayor pete so that's never happened before in history okay usually what happens is someone gets it for a year they slap it on their resume and they move along into the private sector. That's what usually happens with these bureaucrats. But what we are realizing is they they can get richer than ever being there, and therefore they don't want to get out and go to the private sector to get rich. Usually you do your government work just so that you can put a check on your resume, and then you can go to the private sector and get rich. But it seems that everyone's getting rich being staying where they're at. And so as a manager, you have to, you know, you've heard they're turning over the bottom 10% of your workforce, right? Yes. Like the whole Jack Welsh thing. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I got to get rid of the bottom 10% so we can be more productive. Right. Well, 
uh, that's not happening at the, at the federal government. Like it, and it's never happened before. Usually there's always someone that gets in there mm-hmm. and they get turned over. There's zero turnover up there. So, you know, they're, like my orcas, like how could you, the, the amount of lies they tell is, is unbelievable. Right to Congress, nothing happens. Fauci lies to Congress, nothing happens. Uh, my orcas lies to the American people in Congress, nothing happens. Um, so there's, we're in this sort of this stalemate, this stale time, and the only thing that can happen is wait for the next election. Right. So, and this is the other issue I have because, and I, and I did a video on this too, but you know, my famous line, nobody watches. Not even, you know, so if technically you, the electors pick the president, correct? The president is actually picked by electors. You know that, right? Yep. Okay. So in theory, in theory, according to the constitution, they could, if they all agree, not allow the states to pick and only allow the electors to pick in the way that they feel the state would vote. All right. So you create it's, it's, it's as far as border or as far as presidential and for presidential okay. presidential. All right. So it, I know it's a long shot. Um, but you got, if he, if, the, if they wanted to do this, this is one other thing I, I don't want them to have is you start to say it's an invasion. You start to say it's all corrupt. You start to say you're not going to be able to, 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 to make sure that everybody votes properly because of all the, the you know, voter theft and, and stealing and all this other stuff. Right. You, you throw that out there. Well, then what happens if they say, you know what, you, it is an invasion. We're going to go ahead and, and do the Insurrection Act martial law type stuff to stop the invasion. We got to find these 8 million people that are inside the country. We can't trust the voting system this year. So this year, we're just going to take what the electors want. And we're going to use the electoral vote only because, and then we're going to fix the problem on the next vote. That, in theory, could happen. Will it? It's, it's far-fetched, but it could happen. That would be legal. Well, let's just move on to World War III real quickly. If they can get World War III going, then that, was a, that, that was a weird would one. happen. Hey, let's that, just... would, that could happen, right? So, so you're right. They, you're right. That could happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not far-fetched when you think about back to COVID and what they were able to accomplish. Correct. And, and so. this is where if they start to say, look, you're right. It's, a, it's an invasion. And that's why I don't want the term invasion, because the term invasion will give them Patriot Act power. I'm just telling you. Yeah, that's bad. It, it's by the bad. way, Patriot Act's stupid, and it never should have been enacted. And you know, well, you, we agree. all know that. But it was you, you get enough people saying this is an invasion. Mm-hmm. People are going to push their contract, their their congressmen and their senators to say it's invasion. Next thing you know, they're passing the in, the Invasion Act instead of the Patriot Act. <laughs> and, and, yeah. and right, I mean, this is the stuff they did with COVID. So this is not far fetched. Next thing you know, we're curfewing thing. You guys got to be in by six so we can track down the non legals and the legals and separate them. You know, because this is why I say if you, if we're being invaded. Who's the enemy? Who's invading us? Because you got to be invaded by somebody, right? You can't just say that guy, that girl, those people over there, sure. right? And but if they, and this is what my fear of the term invasion, because you swayed enough people to do that, and next thing, I'll give you a couple words: pandemic, boom, lockdowns, right? Technically, yeah. ter- so it, it, this is not far fetched. These terms, instead of just saying, "Hey, we got a bad flu, we got a bad thing," this this is real. But it's you, you and but it's pandemic shut the whole world down. Did anybody ever think the word pandemic would shut the whole world down? And now you're saying invasion in the United States. You don't think that's a monstrous term to use? That they're not going to say, "Oh, you're got, you're all right, people. You are absolutely correct. It's an invasion, lockdown." My solution, my solution is very simple. Number one, reconstruct the border wall, which they already they already started back up doing that. Now, why? Okay. Yeah, I know. I understand they can go on the ocean and they can dig tunnels. I get it. Right. But to my friends on the left, because that's what they say. Right. 
it's also it also signals that you need to stop, right? It also it sends a very big signal to stop. So just think about that. They came in, and because everyone was like orange man bad, they reversed policy 180, yeah. and that meant stop the border wall construction that was already prepaid for, right? Well, now let me, let me run this They should have finished that. They right. could have tapered it off. They should have finished at least using the materials that were that were laying there, right? So finish that, and then put the you know keep going with the concertina wire. That's not problematic. They shouldn't be climbing through it. And if they are climbing through it and getting injured, then recover them on when they get through the concertina wire. But it's a very, very, very good tactic to keep people from trying. Right. right? And so, here's here's so, what you say to the people and, and, on the left. If the people on the they're going to say, or the people and, and the right, or anything they want. Right. Anybody you want. People normally say build a wall and put put military on the border. Now we got two problems with that. So the first problem is we don't have. I, well, I don't say military. that, but well, no, no, some people do. Yes. This is you've heard this yep. this argument, right? Far right, yeah. Okay, we don't have enough military to do that. We're short military. I, I mean, I'm we're short Coast Guard that some patrols aren't going out and think we're short enlistment for military. So if something were to happen, we can't load the military. And then they say, well, it works for prisons, and I say, it, no, it doesn't. The the guards. And the walls are not what keep prisoners in completely. And I'll give you an example. Because this is a perfect example. You ready? If I, if I were to build you a prison, you're, you're, and you're a prisoner. You're a bad person, right? And you just got arrested for making a right-hand turn in the left lane. All right. So we're going to put you in jail. All right. But in my prison, I have guards and walls. And you're going to serve 20 years for this because you did it in California. It makes sense. Um, yep. in Cal right? you, we have guards and walls. If you make it over the wall, your sentence is gone and you get a bunch of uh, free money and housing and things like that. Okay? So you're going to serve 20 years here in prison, but if you make it over the wall, you, you, we waive your crime. You're, it's free. It, it's, you're good to go. The incentive for the prisoners to go over the wall, they will try to get over that wall. Because the, the reason prisons sure. work is when you get over the wall, you get punished again. And you're not given free stuff. And you're not given housing. And you're not given money. You have to stop the incentives on this side of the border for climbing the wall. Does that make sense? Sure. 100%. And that seems so obvious in my mind. Correct. Like those get, all of that should, have, should be happening. So let's look at that. Like I haven't drilled into it. I hear that there's a bunch of gifts, like cell, free cell phones and all that stuff. Yeah, oh. But is it happening on this side of the border? Or is it happening down in Panama? Right. So I don't know. They're obviously but, but getting right. housing and bus they, rides because they're ending up someplace. They're not just sitting. In, right. We know that for a fact. So some, there is some incentive to come here. Now, the incentive might be they know other people here. They're going to be able to get a job. They're going to work off. the. That's also incentive. Right. The ability to work sure. without being documented. Right. That's incentive. So, yeah, I, I tried to hire. I tried to hire uh, illegal alien. Ones. Al al uh, allegedly. Through, allegedly. Go ahead. Al allegedly. Mm -hmm. I allegedly tried to hire one <laughs> when i say that i ran them through my company and remember i got a whole hr department i got hundreds 100 employees yeah about give or take i'm sure it's above 100 right but so i ran this guy through there just to see to test my organization to see if this was doable achievable and i am telling you it was red flagged so freaking quickly that there was no possible way like my my hr department was like whoa Stand down there, soldier. Doing? This guy, right? So right. I, I don't know how these farm laborers companies in California, I'm based in California. That was California stuff. I, so I don't know. All the flags went up. He had all the things. He had a California ID mm -hmm. and he had a social security card. Mm -hmm. And they didn't make it through our process. So 
um, yeah, so I don't know why it's so easy for people to work other than the whole under the table thing. It's got to be, right? But I, I don't, it, there's got to be companies doing hiring, right? Yeah. And I know that they crack down on this because I know what my HR audits look like. They, like the people come and they check our stuff. Right. So I, I just don't understand how the getting a job thing is so easy if it's not just under the table work. So, but yeah, you're right. That's a big incentive. That, like, that's, oh, once that's, we get there, that's the incentive. Like, and, and like I said, it's the, your crime. If, if you were to build a prison and, and if they got out, their crime was waived and they're a free man, they're going to try to get over that wall. It's the incentive on the other side of the wall that can't be there. And this is why, like I said, you want to build a wall, build a wall. The problem is, is if you're, if you're still going to give incentives, they're going to balloon over that motherfucker if they have to, right? They're going to figure out how to drop the land, put that foot on the U.S. soil so they can basically now say, oh, you got to take me to court now. And that could wait two, three let's, years. Let's talk about geopolitics All right. just for a minute here. And my question for you is this. Yeah. Okay. You Hello. just mentioned. Yeah, you there? Breaker, yeah. breaker? Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So y y you just mentioned that, that we don't have enough military. The military is short-staffed, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. So... If that were true, which I don't know if it is or isn't, like I, I don't dig into this stuff like a lot of people do, but I also don't believe talking points. So I don't just look at headlines and go there, but I, I, I don't go search to see how, what our recruitment numbers are. I hear they're very, very much down. If that were the case, and if we couldn't manufacture enough shells, let's say, because I've heard that hit the headlines as well. Oh, the U.S. doesn't have enough uh, capacity for making munitions like, like they need to do all the things we need to do around the world. Mm -hmm. But if those two things were sort of true, maybe like the military staff is down and the ammunitions aren't being produced quickly enough, why would we be pushing so hard on the things we push on? Right. So like the funding of other countries, are we really just proxying everything? We're proxying Israel by giving them all the money. We're proxying Ukraine by giving them all the money. Uh, but at some point, I think people run out of munitions or they run out of army personnel and money just doesn't cut it anymore. So I'm curious to hear your thoughts on if the military's down, like why we're, why are we pushing so hard in the rest of the world versus like sort of bringing it in and just protecting our own country? Okay, so a couple, a couple things, lots of stuff to unpack here. So let's start with the first thing. So when it goes to when it comes to recruitment, because I was of course typing while you were going, because I like pulling stuff up as we talk, so we can do I can research certain articles. So in regards to personnel, a lot of what we do now, you don't need as much personnel. Let's say drones um, and things like yeah. that, right? Okay, so. Uh, Personnel over another, if you're going to attack, isn't the same as putting boots on the ground anymore as much as, like, let's say, a cyber attack. And there's actually a book I read. Um, it's in my, I could probably find it. And, and it's, it, it's fantastic, this book. It, it, but anyways, I'll post it. So when it, comes to, when it comes to needing military, if we were to do some type of martial law or have something here, you're not going to do drones as much here as boots on the ground, right? You're going to put boots on the ground in your country because the last thing you're going to do is hit your own country with, like, you know, jets and, and mortars and shit like that. For here, it's more of a, it would end up probably be, hopefully, more of a policing situation if you were to call some type of martial law because of immigration, right? You're going to need boots right. on the ground here. But overseas aspects, you're not, okay? So... Remember, government drives government drives um, pr progress. All right. And what I mean by that is, uh, let's say the 1970s. The 1970s, Nixon, we had the stagflation because of the oil embargoes. Remember that? Yep. Okay. Well, one of the things that, that, that we pushed for, that we started driving for at that point, was fuel-efficient cars. We said that we were going to get fuel economy down we're going to get fuel mileage down we're going to get better fuel cars you know i mean we're not i know we still want your eight cylinders but we're we're gonna we're gonna build those type of cars 
Well, what that did was Japan was already building those types of cars, right? They already built small engines, four cylinders, stuff like that. Japan actually started investing large amounts of money into our country because we were pushing for that. And they knew there would be money for that, right? So now you have foreign investment who, who knows how to do that rushing to, to your country to start putting in jobs and building fuel-efficient vehicles, okay? Now you take the same thing with semiconductors. Everybody's like, the Green New Deal, we're going green, everything's green, and stuff like that. What that actually does, even though we're, natural gas is being drilled like there was no tomorrow, what that actually does is drive technology and, and incentivizes te technology companies to say, hey, if the United States government is pushing this and forcing this on people, I'm going to go and invest over there. And then you have companies like Korea, who's now building a plant in Taylor, Texas. You have Germany, who's building a battery company in Washington uh, called uh, Project 14. No, Group 14. Called Group 14. You have solar companies. So what that, some, sometimes the push that we do isn't that we expect to go green and we expect to go completely electric. That's a lie. It's like marketing, right? Hey, I, there are 17,000 people watching me right now. You should all join. You know what I'm saying? So it's a right. hard push. So when it comes to actually with some of these other countries and dealing with, uh, with these other countries with munitions, it also drives how oh, the United States is throwing munitions over here. They're throwing money over here. We should now get swap our making whatever you make to start making munitions again, right? Like when COVID hit... Um, what company switched from making stuff to making um, hand sanitizer? Who started making hands? They literally swapped their machines over. Not General Electric or GE. I can't remember the company. Well, that well we had in, in California, I, I'm in the wine business. So a lot of these wineries that make alcohol, they switched yeah. over to that. Yeah. Well, you like they, they were seriously shipping alcohol. They're they converting their alcohol into hand sanitizer versus wine. Right. So you get these. It's crazy. You get these massive changes. So. A lot of times, like Ukraine, like, should we be in Ukraine? I, yes, we should 100% be helping Ukraine. Now, I'm not going to say that the way these knuckleheads are throwing money is the way we should do it, right? I'm, I'm not going to say that just endless, but big businesses sometimes do stupid stuff. Well, the government's doing stupid stuff, right? They're throwing money over there without basically saying, hey, make sure this money goes towards this. Make sure this goes towards this. But the problem is, is that we can't lose Ukraine is, is the issue. We can't give it to Russia. Uh, go ahead. Here's well, that's. Um, I would say that um, we should not be in Ukraine because there's documents and agreements in place for years back that say mm -hmm. Ukraine should not be part of NATO. You can't put NATO countries on the border of Russia like Finland just did. But they're not. And they're not. Well, Finland's in NATO now, right? No, no, no. no. Ukraine's not. I know Ukraine's not, but that's what they're. That's if we should be in Ukraine, then they should be in NATO. Like if no, no, we not, should I mean, be in Ukraine, sorry, then in NATO, they should be in NATO. I'm sorry, give it that's what, what they want. They've said it out loud. The German, everyone's saying that they want Ukraine in NATO. Okay, NATO. I don't believe NATO is necessary in the world anymore. Um, I believe it's another corrupt organization that is, uh, you know, doing things to procure commodities in countries like Ukraine. But that being said, um, there, Ukraine is a corrupt, the most corrupt country in the world, like ten years running. Right. We know they're corrupt. They're not a democracy. Um, the lies that we're being told by the mainstream media about mm -hmm. them being in a democracy is completely untrue. They're run by uh, uh, a puppet actor that was put in place. Um, you know, that was he was manually put in place by us and folks in Israel. Like, that's all true. 
Um, he does play a piano with his dick. It's all, it's all over, you know, everywhere. I don't support guys like that. He, no, you know, I don't support guys that go on the covers of magazines and and act as if that the way he's acting and the way he's acted for the last okay, two years. So, let me ask, we, so let's say he's gone so, and somebody else goes in. Alinsky's uh, a puppet, so if he's gone, mm-hmm. it leaves a vacuum, and then the infighting starts. The infighting's already starting over there with Zeluzhny, which is his, one of his top whatever people in the he controls the military. So uh, that's like recent, last couple of days. So as they as the power vacuum would be there, um, that's it's actually better for Ukrainians because right now the Ukrainians are being uh, puppeteered by uh, the West, right? We'll just call them the global West, right? That's clearly what this is all about. So we want those resources. Russia wants those resources. Uh, Ukraine acted a certain way and, you know, and this is how they treat their people down there in the Donetsk and these other regions closer to Russia. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's, that's not Putin's real reason, but that's what he used. And, the U.S. If they want, you know, the U.S. had 46 bio weapons labs over there, right? Look it up. Lloyd Austin testified to Congress that we had 46. That guy's a freaking. That guy's the the most corrupt individual you could ever imagine. Worked at Halliburton. Now he's the Secretary of Defense, and he lies all the time. He lied about his his uh, hospitalization. I just saw him on the news now trying to say, oh, I didn't handle things right. He didn't lose his job. He testified la- a couple summers ago that there's 46 bio weapons labs in Ukraine, and then. We got a COVID problem around the world. And at the same time, you know, Hunter Biden, the Bidens, the Clintons, they're all over there doing corrupt dealings. Okay. This, this, they've been doing it forever. The Clintons were doing deals in Russia years ago in the 90s. So the Clintons went to the Russia in the 90s and they, they have assets in Russia, globs of assets in Russia. And that's why Putin froze it. It's like freezing Hillary Clinton's assets in Russia. Like, right, so why? here's what I got. Well, okay, so let's. Here's what I got. So right now I looked up uh, how the false Russian bio lab story came in to circulate among the U.S. far right. No, 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 no. Look, look at this test- testimony. That I can tell by that headline right there that it's coming from the New York Times, the Guardian, or some MI6 British newspaper. Right. Uh, that is that. Listen to the headline. Reread it. Just reread that I, to the, I, I, to, yeah, to the people. M- it was just NPR. the headline. It was NPR. NPR. But I was going to read the story. NPR, exactly. I was going to read the story. So, I, I know you will, but let's oh. just dig into the headline real quick. Oh, read Lord. that headline again All right. and tell me that shit ain't propaganda. All right, I'm going to read it slowly, right? It's slow and sexy. Yeah. How the false <laughs> Russian biolab story came into circulation among the U.S. far right. How was that? Okay, so check it out. That was yeah. perfect. Now, right. it says the false. Yeah, the so false. they just declared it false. Correct. Now I want you to go look up Lloyd Austin on YouTube testifying right. in front of Congress. On right. He fucking stumbles and he says, oops, I, sorry, you have to. I have to pay the tip jar or something. But I don't give a crap. He stumbles all he stumbles all around his words and then it comes out. Lloyd. Right. Yes, we have them. And then what do they say? We need them there for research. Oh, now, that's right. Do you believe we should be researching bioweapon doing bioweapons research in the country of Ukraine? And I don't even want to get into how Hunter Biden's connected to uh, it. You, you but want, he you is. Want, you want my opinion? And you know what? Thank God yeah. you came on because you can I can just leave I can just sit down and you can just rock this thing for me. This is great. So I <laughs> I might turn the camera well, off just, and go to the bathroom and grab something. I, 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 I mean, maybe everything I'm saying is wrong, but I can. No, no, I, just, is, I, I see the propaganda with yeah. the COVID, and you see what they do with this these these headlines, and you know, and just from reading that, you, it, they you don't as a newspaper organization, no, you don't get to declare it false, and you don't get to say far, far right. They say far right, they say false, and meanwhile, Lloyd Austin's in front of Congress telling everyone this. 
right? They bury that. YouTube will shadow ban okay. it, so right? We, but it's there. We do give, okay, so you do you know about the Minsk Agreement, right? Minsk? The, the Minsk Accords, yes. Okay, Minsk Accords. 100%. Okay. It's number one and number two. Yeah, so yep. where they, we basically took the weapons, the nuclear weapons, said, yeah, we'll protect you if, some, if another nuclear state comes after you, right? You know that, right? Yes. Okay, so one of the things that we, we do, 100%, is we will give money we gave to either shut labs down or be a, be a part of biolabs. Like it or not, we're gonna, you're going to have biolabs out there because China's going to have biolabs to do, to do shit against us. Russia's going to have biolabs to do shit against us. Bio, it, it's biohazards and bio sure. war isn't something that's just going to be like, well, nobody's really doing it. Geneva can be, yeah, whatever. If it's a war, it's a war. I don't care. So a, a lot of times we will put, give money. Hey, if we give you any money, then we get to put our people in there and we get, you have to do it safely and you have to do it this way and it's going to help you make sure that nothing else happens. But we're going to have some oversight into your biolab. If you're going to build right it. now, that does. And by happen. the way, that that yeah. oversight is where it becomes very problematic, hundred percent. But you're absolutely right; that is true. Right, hundred so percent. We I, need I, them I, and we do them. But I would say, uh, keep them in North Carolina and California. Just look at North Carolina Bioweapons Lab. I, they have them in North Carolina. They kicked them out of North Carolina because the state of North Carolina said, "Get that fucking shit out of our, yeah, our state." I, I'd put them all in California. I'm cool with Biolabs in California because <laughs> I'm in Maine. Yeah. I'm in Maine, bro. Okay. Look up so, Fresno. You're in Maine? I yeah. thought you were like Minnesotan or something. No, I'm in Maine. I'm in just, the, I'm top corner of nice. Maine. I'm, I'm almost from Canadia. Um, what are you, Tucker Carlson's kid? You sitting outside on the deck with Tucker Carlson up in Maine? No, no. I haven't seen him yet either, though. I'm in, I'm in search. I'm going to try walking around in a cowboy hat and see if he'll come up to me, in a microphone, and see if yeah. he'll come up to me and see if I can hear Hell him. yeah. Yeah. No, so where the hell were we? How do we get on this, this path of destruction? Yeah, here? so... so so what I say is bioweapons labs are bad. Yes, we put them in. The reason there's 46 of them in Ukraine yeah. is because it's the most corrupt country in the world. How, is there a rating system for that? Is there, hang on. is there a rating system? I mean, do we rate corrupt? Yes. There is. Let's take yes. a look. I look at this. Google I it. This. Search up. Search up the most corrupt. Now it's probably been infiltrated by now, and they've changed it around. But if you've used the, uh, you know, the back in time machine, if you go back in time, look up the New York Times stories on the far right in Ukraine and the shit they were doing back in 2017, then 2014. Like that whole far right thing in Ukraine is for real. There's there's literally NAZIs in Ukraine. That's what's there, and it's and the New York Times is saying all about it, right? Now you can see stuff, right? They, you can see things. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. So what they do is they just they say, okay, well now we have a different agenda. We need to cover up corruption in Ukraine. So let's flip the narrative and say, okay, Ukraine's cool, right? But they for years running they were the most corrupt country, and there's 46 bioweapons labs over there. I mean, you with your 46 biolabs, Jesus, you're you're almost like. Forty-nine three seventy-one one two. Hang on a second. I know, here. right? <laughs> well, I could. I mean, we can go another direction too. But I think right. that, the, that the corruption is at its highest, mm. and or it was. Oh, and you're we got and then, okay, the, okay. then the Russians. Oh, the Russians are like, okay, this is our. They, they Russian intelligence is right, listen, fucking superb. I, I got a list. Right? Do you see the list? I got a list. You don't see the list. Here's what I got. I'm gonna read the headline. How do you want me to read it? You, you, it well, first, you got to tell me where it's coming from. So uh, tell me the. Uh, I like your sexy voice, but definitely you. tell us Jardenjosh.com the... right now has, has pulled this one up. Is there any specific uh, jargon? Jargon okay. Josh. Never even heard of it, yeah. but I'd love to and, hear it. Yeah, uh, let's let's pull this one up here. And then we've got uh, the 10 most and least corrupt. All right, so it's the 10 most and least corrupt countries yeah. in 2024. Do you know about this back-in-time machine they have on the I internet? Do. Like, I there's do. certain companies I out do. there. I think it's... Um, it's called the Wayback called... Machine. Wayback. 
way back. Yeah. Something like that. I'm not, I'm not proficient with all this stuff. I just mm. listen to a lot of podcasts and whatever. I know, that's why so, you have me. That's why you have me now. You're like, Sage, find this for me. All right. What do you want me to find on the way back? Yeah. Machine? Yeah. What, what do you need? To, what do you oh, need hey, to Sage, find me an open deck load. I need an open deck load. Where are you at? New Jersey, back to Texas. Just, just kidding. Oh, I already found it. I already right. found it, bro. Cause I, 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 I could be, I also have to send you my information just, and get you hooked up for, from some of my freight too. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm on the way I back. Got, I got a street sweeper. I'm call, I'm hauling a street sweeper back from New Jersey back to uh, Cal- or, uh to, Dallas, to Texas? Texas. Well, that makes sense because they got to yep. clean up all the invasion. All right, so we got the top. <laughs> yeah, right. The list of the top most corrupt uh, corrupt countries in 2024. They're saying Somalia, and they, now remember, Somalia is yep. from where one of our Congress persons are. Is she Congress or she Senate? She be yeah, yeah. Right. She's, she's Congress. She's Congress. Remember, she just went on. Yeah, I lost you there for a minute. What the hell's her name? No. What the hell's her but name? Ukraine will be number eleven. Watch. watch. What's her Ukraine. name? Ukraine. Il- Ilhan oh, Omar Lord. from Ilhan, Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. Now she. Il- Ilhan. Ilhan. Ilhan Omar. Ilhan. Ilhan Omar. Or Omar. Okay. Ilhan. Maybe I got All right, so let's go back to the top. Okay, I found it. But Perfect. What right. I can tell you is. On this list, I yeah. bet you Ukraine pops up number 11. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you. Let me tell you. So we're going to go with Venezuela. <laughs> what do you think of Venezuela as, as one of the corrupt? Yeah, very corrupt. And what did the Biden administration do? They had to cut an oil deal with them when we Russia did. was doing what they were doing. And we sanctioned Russia. We, yeah. cut, we cut oil deal we with Venezuela. Up, yeah, we did loosened that, up did sanctions on Venezuela. I, I know we did that. Yeah. Syria. Yeah. Syria, they're going to say, is kind of corrupt. What do you think? Yeah. So let's talk about Syria because we All just right. lost some soldiers over there. We did. Why did? Why were? Why are so? Why are we in Syria? It's an illegal post. We shouldn't be there. They're not authorized to be there. There's no reason we should be there. Uh, and by the way, you can go look yeah. at my Twitter at Darting Uphill, and I got a oh, video on yeah, that somewhere. Yeah. Let me uh, let me post your Twitter there. What's your what's your uh, what's your at? It's at Darting Darting Uphill. Darting Uphill, as if I'm running up a hill real fast. Because I like to do things the hard way. Yeah, let me. Uh, I'm going to post that in my in the in the chat right here, so they can follow you on Twitter here. All right. Yeah, I love followers on Twitter. By the way, if you're a truck driver, I love selling trucks and hiring drivers and giving away freight. I I didn't tell you this, but I'm a brokerage as well. Oh, I know you are. I you said that. I heard you say that. That's why, like I said, he was, especially when we had the conversation. You said, remember when when he was in there and I was swinging to him. You were like, hey, I'm a broker too, and I have two separate numbers, one SE, one a B, but it's still an MC number. That's all I was trying to remember. Exactly. So I remember you saying yep. that too. Yeah. I'm a better broker, but it's fine. It, I, I, we can deal with it. What was I looking up now? I now I'm not a good broker, by the way. I'm really? not good at this. I'm a, actually, what I am is a good uh, salesman to my niche industry, and I yeah. go get too much business, and I don't have enough trucks to cover it, so I broker out the excess. Yeah. We need to, we need to hook up on that too, because uh, I got I got... I got some. I got, got some carrier. Stuff. Yeah. Got some carriers. I got nice. some good. I got some good rigs for you that that do a fantastic job for me. So if we can keep them busy together, um, I yeah, mean, yeah. I, especially I don't know what you haul, but uh, they got eight axle stretch, forty nine in the row, <laughs> and then they also Jesus. run. They run mini decks. I got them running mini decks. So they they, they buy nothing but mini decks with twelve inch deck heights. So I love they, that. They, yeah. So I, we met about ten years ago, and they're like. I'm going to buy a trailer. And I'm like, you know what you should buy? And then he looked into it and he bought it. I was like, holy shit, I just talked him into buying a trailer. And we've yeah. been together for like 10 years. So he gets just, most just of for all, Just for all the truckers out there yeah. that don't understand, the broker is your is your best alliance. Okay, the freight broker is, is your key to success, right? So all these truckers that don't like the freight broker, like my dad, yeah. right? <laughs> I grew up in this world, right, where Anti-freight, the trucker hates the freight yeah. broker. Anti-freight broker right? dad. Yeah, I got him. Uh-huh. Right. Well, the broker, if you created beautiful partnership, yeah, 
which you can, right? Because the broker's got needs and the trucker's got needs. Right. So you go to each other and you work out all those needs, and it yeah. and it it's perfect. Um, so yeah. So side note. So here's the yeah, so here's, here's even the first though I'm a trucker. Thing, here's the first thing I ask most people: right? you're a truck driver, you're just out there, and you're just you're pulling freight off the spot market, and and you're like, oh, I hate brokers, and, and I say, no problem. How long have you been in business? And he says, uh, six years. Six I months. Said, no, 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 six years, right? <laughs> okay. I've been in business six uh -huh. years. And I'm like, fantastic. I'm like, can I speak to your uh, department, your head sales department? Can I speak to your sales manager or your marketing manager, please? <laughs> and he's like, well, that's me. And I said, okay, you've been together six years. How many direct customers do you have? Well, none. You're fucking fired. You're fired. You've been a sales manager yep. and a marketing manager for six years, and you've never brought in a single customer? Shit, can I work <laughs> for you? Will you pay me to do that? I mean, and, yeah, and, and that's, that's where I say. so true. Here, and so this true. is where you, you are outsourcing your sales and marketing team to a broker. Now, you got to find a good one, right? You, you want to find one that, like, let's say me or you, where we're going to work with you and we're going to do this, but you got to pick the right sales and marketing team if you're going to outsource it, and that's the broker. And that's basically, I don't know what to tell you. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's 100%. You're 100% right on that. And and, then, and and every single time, people are like, oh, fuck you, Sage. Well, what do you want me to tell you? You're fired. In six years, you have no direct customers, and you're the head of sales. What what, you, what the hell? So where the hell were we now? What, how did we get here again? Oh, oh we're on the, we love geez. going through the list. Like these the list. bullet points, that's a perfect way to run a podcast because you can, you can, you can get off track yeah. and just come back to the bullet points. Exactly. So this we're is, on number four. We're, we're, we're on number, number four. So uh, four is uh, South Sudan. South Sudan. I know some of these yeah, that makes are. sense. Yeah. Side note, when I first joined the United States Marine Corps and I was in a thing, place called Fast Company, it was an anti-terrorism unit, Yeah. Um, similar to that of like urban warfare types, like the Navy SEALs, but maybe not quite that good. Yeah. Um, that, that was the first place my unit was deployed to. Now, I didn't go. I got there and they were like on the pads leaving. Oh, yeah. And so there was a bombing in Sudan. This is like 1997, yeah. maybe 96, actually. End of 96, beginning of 97, something like that. Right. And the unit went over there. And um, like the other platoon, not my platoon, but the other platoon. Right. Uh, because there was a big bombing there. So the, the embassy was bombed. And, and also the Kobar Towers in what is it? Um, Saudi Arabia. I can't remember the city that happened. So a lot of these terrorist bombings start happening in the Middle East. And then that's kind of why my unit was stood up to go solve these problems at the end of embassies. Uh, but Sudan and Chad, both of those two countries come to mind as countries that will blow up an embassy. Yeah. And they're close to Somalia as well. So they're close yeah. to Somalia. They're close to, I guess, Syria. Yeah, not, I, got not Syria, but, I got Ethiopia because yeah. I actually talked to somebody from uh, Eretha, Eretha, Africa. Um, and uh -huh. I actually did an interview with him, and he talked about getting out of there, you know, running, and 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 he ran out away from the country because they're complete communists. Um, yeah. And he actually. Well, they're just un. They're, they're not developed. They're so third world. Yeah. That that that's what they are. And, right? and, and just that's, chaos. Okay, so we got a lot to talk about. We got a lot of podcasts to talk about. Are you familiar with the book "The Limits to Growth"? Uh, no, sir. Who wrote it? All right, so the limits to growth, and I'll give you a run rundown. We'll go down the list because we should do another podcast very soon, and I'll run this by you, and I'll explain what this is. So the limits to growth was a 1969 project done at MIT with professors and people there, and they used a computer to calculate the needs to, of, of civil, civilization to basically be able to survive, okay? And they go yep. over these five things that you need in, in population, food, pollute, you know, stuff like this, and they go over that, and they do all these calculations in regards to population and how many people were here, and every single one failed. OK, every single one failed. And, and this this project was funded by um, of Rome, the group of Rome, the group of Rome, which ended up turning into the World Economic Forum. 
Okay. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm just telling you. So I'm just giving you. So you those can actually. Guys, those guys. Huh? Yeah, we can actually. I can actually show you by, by going over this this book and explaining it because I did a video on it. I'll, and I'll just we can react to it. The, the path that they're on. The only way that they could keep civilization from crashing by 2030 was to control money and population. You have to control money and population. So what are they doing? Well, they're controlling population, and now they're looking to go to central bank digital currency where they can control the money. I, I, we sh I will literally go over that with you and let you react to it. Yeah, I, I believe that to be true. These theories, um, are they date very far back, and they typically are, uh, they, they rise up out of these uh, Nazi types, NAZI types, like the World Economic Forum, because that's what all those people are, you know, from, from the good old days. Right. Like, mm -hmm. they're Germans that were privy to that way of controlling. And uh, then that thing was this, this this group of Rome was erected from. Yeah, so now, is, is that full blown propaganda, or is it them just writing a book and showing what they really intend to do? Because that's no, they show what, what the WF does. They absolutely just tell you to your face, this is what we're doing. No, I'll be honest. They it basically showed the results of all this testing because even in 1972, when the book came out, they predicted what the population would be in 2008, and it was almost dead on. Okay. So here's what they examine the five basic factors that determine um, and their interactions ultimately limiting growth on the planet. Population increase, agriculture production, renewable resources, yeah. depletion, industrial output, and pollution generation. And they bounce those five things into grass and they say, okay, if we have more people, uh, we're going to need more food, but we're also going to need land for food. But that means we also need land for mining. And then they're, they're going to get rid of the pollution, so we have to have spots for pollution, and if they constantly bounce these to see which one, I'll, we'll go over that in another one. We'll go over yeah. that. Yeah, so it sounds like that's where Bill Gates studied, because that's what he's all about. I think they're all about <laughs> this. They're all yeah. about this, because you guys can click yeah. this right here and get way, a free copy of this. They, the, I mean, it's just a glaring, obvious thing is, uh, I don't fit in with them, so I guess those guys want me eliminated. They do. They do. That, Absolutely. That, Basically, what um, it feels like. Yeah. You know? But I think they'll eliminate all the brown people first, and then they'll come to me, That's the good, white people. I don't know. They might just pick you because you're you. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> I, because I, I, I've i heard some of the stuff you're ripping off. If it's so, But all right, we have to go. Where, where do we at now? <laughs> Number five. Number five. Number five. Yemen. Yep. Yemen. Well, great, because we started to make them uncorrupt last week. Wow. We started to, started to bring them home to, to, the, yeah. to the way of the USA method of taking care of stuff. Yeah. Which, by the way, those bombings did nothing to the Houthis. Absolutely nothing. It's just one more instance of yeah. people in power not knowing what they're doing. Just side note. Yeah, let me, uh, because I'm on marine traffic now, and I'm showing marine traffic, and then uh, where Yemen actually is happens to be someplace that, I don't know, oh, that's not it. Um, here's Yemen. Well, yeah, that's where yeah. the Saudis, like we pumped the Saudis full of, full of munitions to take care of the Yemen. There's been... You know, there's well, been genocide a, listen, happening in listen, Yemen listen. for the last whatever years, listen. 20 years, 15 years. No one talks about it when you're, because when Iran is basically high speed boating munitions down to Yemen and we're dumping money, we're giving access to, to money back to Iran. It's like, hey, stupid. Hey, stupid. What, yes. are, what are you doing? I, 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 well, we owe it 100%. to them. We owe it to them. They're Russian. They are building missiles and stuff, and they're putting it on high-speed boats, and they're running the coastline, and they're delivering it down to the freaking yo-yos that are now shooting at our boats. Can 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 we can we not just halt on owing them money? <laughs> I mean, can yeah. We stop? So 
So, so that money that yeah. the Biden administration gave back to them. Now, I, I do not believe that we should be confiscating other countries' capital. I do not believe that because I believe what happens is, remember you were talking about the, the Germans and the Japanese coming over and building facilities in yes. our country? Yes. The, the quickest way to shut that off is to steal other countries' foreign reserves or their Correct. foreign assets, which Absolutely. is what they're talking about doing with Russia, right? So mm -hmm. that's that's very, very much wrong because it's not going to do anything to Russia. $300 billion doesn't do anything to Russia. What it does is it makes the rest of the world um, not trust us. So they should not be stealing foreign reserves. Now, the $6 billion yeah. that went back to Iran, um, I believe that a previous administration was holding it for whatever reason, mm -hmm. and maybe we released it back to them because it was, quote-unquote, theirs. Yeah. But... The timing is always something you can manage. But the other thing is they could negotiate with that money as well. Absolutely. So the, another another problem with our, with our back channel right now in diplomacy is there is none. Remember, how, are we diplomatically negotiating with Russia? No. Are we diplomatically negotiating with Iran? No. We're trying to use the power of the dollar. We're weaponizing the dollar, as everyone's saying, to enforce uh, our agenda around the world. That's that's what we do. But if we're going to do that, places like Iran probably could have done it a little bit better than the way we did. Yeah, that's my idea. I, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm not a I'm not a big supporter of obviously dumping money to Iran. You got to figure something else out. You got to figure something else out, right? Right. <laughs> sure. I mean, seriously. Um. Hey, you, you're gonna you're gonna punch me in the face. Hey, you want some money for brass knuckles? <laughs> Right, okay. right. Exactly. <laughs> great analogy. Yeah, let That's me buy those analogy. for you. And we do that fact. all the time. Exactly. Look at what we do with, the, I'm sure, I'm about 99% sure that's going on with Hamas right now. Right. I'm pretty sure that that we're giving them things to operate. I, right? well, I think Accidentally. We, they're stealing it from wherever. Yeah, I promise I you they're getting some of the $85 billion worth of shit left in, in Afghanistan is making its way to the Houthis. The Hamas, everywhere. Yeah. The Russians were the Russians bought some of the military equipment from Afghan. Right. Like that happened. So like, okay. So not only do people die when we exit Afghanistan, mm -hmm. but also the the billion eighty five billion. I don't know what that buys. Eighty five billion is a lot of equipment wow. to mm -hmm. stay in the country where we just left. Like, uh, and they said, oh, it's just cheaper to, it's cheaper to remake it over here than to transport it. That's not the point. The point is you're not in control of it. Right. And so now people, nefarious activity starts to happen with the 85 billion. That's why you don't want it over there. Not because it's cheaper to make. That's another Lloyd Austin statement. Oh, we're, it's cheaper to just remake it in America than to ship it back. That was what they said. Well, it's and, complete and, hogwash. And understand the stuff that was used, that was used over there is, we're not. It's the war's not the same as it used to be, right? Wars. It's it's not as boots on the ground, punchy in the face type stuff. So some of the stuff that we did have, I mean, they could have wrecked it. I wouldn't have left it, you know, usable. That that's it, the point. That's what I'm telling you. These people don't. They're they're college kids. They're not. They're not. You know, people that went through the ranks. Yeah. Anybody that's been in the military, like I was, yeah, knows that you detonate your fucking things, your stuff before you leave. You blow it up. Like you, you, you light up the cache of weapons before you depart. That's what happens. Like you've seen the movies, right? We're going to helo op out of Vietnam. The, well, they're going to blow up their tents first to get rid of all everything. Right. They blow it up. And they didn't do that. So that's the mistake. Like, okay, it's cheaper to make over here than over there. Well, then blow it up. They didn't do that. Instead, it's in the hands of people. It's on the black market. Like I said, Russia, 
Russia jumped on the mic and started bragging about it. We bought this stuff from here, and now we're going to blast it in Ukraine just to show you how, you know, how retarded right, you are. So let me do this. Okay, so now what? Number where, six? Where did, where did you, or is that number seven? Real quick, where did you serve and how long? What did you do? Uh, United States Marine Corps, 0331, heavy machine gunner in uh, 29 Palms, second. But first, I was at Fast Company in Norfolk, Virginia. Before there was a second and a third and a fourth fast. So let's I say, like OG let's say somebody company. wasn't in the in the Marines. Can you put that in English on exactly what you did, basically? Jesus Christ. So, so I joined the Marine Corps, and yeah. I was supposed to be a tank crewman according to, according to my recruiter. Well, recruiters always lie to you. Yeah. And so they tell always. you one thing, but when you show up, you're something else. So I showed up because it's a code. There's a four-digit code. Well, mm-hmm. the infantry is 0300. And then there's different segments of the 03s, which is 0311, 0331, 0341, and 0351. They're just, they're just subsets of, right. uh, of infantry. So 0331 is a heavy machine gunner, which would be the M250 Cal fully automatic, you know, machine gun that you see I mounted on top of Humvees mm-hmm. and everywhere. So, so that M250 Cal is my specialty weapon, or that's what I started with. I go to that school. And then after that school, what they had at the time was because this terrorism was starting to pick up in the nineties. They, the, 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 there's a company called um, the security forces battalion. And there's a battalion You're giving out too much information and the NSA cut you off. <laughs> go ahead. Right. Yeah, so uh, so he probably lost me at the 0300. So 0300 is infantry in the Marine Corps. That's what I went in as. Yeah. And then you become a machine gunner. But then I ended up at Security Forces Battalion. They take all the best shooters mm-hmm. and the people with like a good background. Like for me, it was no background from South Dakota. So so good background, good shooter, and they put you in the Security Forces Battalion to guard nuclear. Everything. So anything that's nuclear in the Navy, nuclear subs, nu- nuclear ships, nuclear outposts, yeah. um, they have the Marines and security forces guard them. Well, then the, then the terrorism picked up in the 90s, and so they created another unit underneath the security forces battalion called Fast Company. So if you look up Fast Company, USMC Fast Company, Norfolk, Virginia, mm-hmm. the first Fast Company is where I was at. They stood the group up in 1993, and one of their first missions was down in Panama and Somalia. So everyone's seen the Black Hawk Down movie where the army gets fucked in Somalia and they're stuck? No, I never saw That was Fast Marines that went in there and sort of saved them. Recon, it was Marine Corps Recon and Fast Marines that were there working in conjunction um, to sort of save the army and the Black Hawk Down movie. So, and that was Somalia. And I wasn't in that yet. That was 1993. But I remember Somalia coming on CNN and these, 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 heavy machine guns mounted on top of Humvees pulled up against the wall and they just lighten up the area. And I remember that's when I decided to join the Marine Corps. It was like when I saw these Humvees and these machine gunners on top of the Humvees. Now I went in as a tank crewman because I thought those were tanks yeah. in my, you know, in my younger age, I didn't really know. I wanted to shoot a machine gun on top of a tank, but anyway, so, uh, yeah. So I was security force battalion, fast company. And then I went back to the fleet Marine force, which is basically the regular infantry, which is not so, sort of robust with money and robust, like the security force battalion, specifically fast company is very well funded and they train all around the Virginia area um, with the Navy SEALs. Gotcha. So little Creek seal team six and all that stuff. Uh, Damn neck. Those are all places where he's trained. Yeah, because um, technically you are considered fast stands for fleet anti-terrorism security team. Yes, exactly. So we go in and secure embassies. So if you, let's say like they fly to Sudan, the embassy just got bombed. You got to secure the area. So they, we, yeah. we had a 24 hour, um, mantra 
right? Within 24 hours, we'll be anywhere in the world, drop in, secure the embassy. Basically, that was the thing. So with that, we would do, um, you know, helicopter fast roping. We would do uh, convoy operations, which is Humvees going through the city, um, protecting a valuable asset, um, lighting up tangos. Tango is a terrorist yeah. or a threat. And then tango, threat, terrorist is all the same thing. <laughs> but yeah, so so like my specialty was clearing rooms, like live fire tire houses was like where we trained. Right. And you just take down the house and save the hostages, basically. Gotcha. All right. Um, but anyways, yeah. So the, anyways, then back to the fleet Marine Force, I'm still a machine gunner, but now I'm in a cat platoon. Instead of convoy ops in a Humvee, I'm cat platoon in the sort of in the desert doing the same sort of maneuvering um, type of operations in 29 Palms, California. Just with less funding, which is fantastic. Less funding, more grit. You, we use all the shit handed down from us from the army. Humvees never work. Axles breaking <laughs> off. Of course, we're, you know, the deal. Like, and then you went Marines, into trucking and you're like, get hey, it done I, with. And, yeah. and then you went into trucking and you're like, man, this is the same thing. I, I get it now. <laughs> right. Axles breaking, exactly. drivers smashing stuff. Oh, God. You can't get away. All right. Shoot. Hey, can you hear me right now? Because you might lose me again. I'm going down a mountain. I can hear you. I can hear you. It's, if it if it cuts out, we can either wait it out or whatever. I can wait it back out. In. I can wait it out. I ain't going. To, all right. So now we're gonna we're, we're, real quick. We're gonna do this. Governor Ron DeSantis ripping Congresswoman Ilhan Omar for her so-called Somalia first speech over the weekend. Sheriff Kasoni from our sister network Fox Business is here with more quite the controversy. January twenty seventh. So she makes these remarks. I remember she she's on our side. She's she's one of our people. She's in our in our thing. And it's been really picked up. It's gone viral because of her comments about putting Somalia first. And to be clear, she emigrated here. Well, she left Somalia in nineteen ninety one. She spent four years in a Kenyan refugee camp, and then yeah. she comes to the United States, and here she is. But in the speech. Here's what she said and what people are criticizing her. Let's hear her out. Let's see what she says. For as long as I am in the U.S. Congress, Somalia will never be in danger. Its waters will not be stolen by Ethiopia or others. Sleep in comfort knowing that I am here to protect the interests of Somalia from inside the U.S. system. The woman you sent to Congress working day and night to protect your entrance. Well, Governor Ron DeSantis mm. responded to that ad, and he made it a little shorter. He said expel from Congress, denaturalize and deport. Like, who, who do you care about here, uh, Neymar? Anyway, she fired back at DeSantis and said, no nation state can survive if its states start to get involved in land lease negotiations with other countries without the consent of the federal government. Somalis in Somalia and in the diaspora united in that effort, and I stand in solidarity with them. No amount of harassment and lies will ever change that. So, And, and she also definitely has some deep love for Israel. Definitely. Definitely has no problem with, with you know, loves Israel. Not. Oh, look. Yeah. I mean, she's there's a water dispute between Ethiopia and Somalia, but it's it's again, you're 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 here in the United States now. Yeah. You're serving in Congress. Mm -hmm. Do your job here. Yeah, that's why you're. And that's the issue we have. And this is why. And, and I want to bring this up because this is another reason why I won't say it's an invasion. Because if we say it's invasion, you're letting people like this off the hook. You're letting people like this off the hook, and you're just taking over. And and at this point, you, you you've got to leave these people on the hook. All right, let's go to the list. Go ahead. Hey, give me a radio check. Can you hear me all right? Yeah. Breaker, breaker, 49, 371.12. You got me? <laughs> 49 CFR. Yeah, CFR. <laughs> all right. So we got uh, uh, cool. six is Nicaragua. Nicaragua? Spelled exactly, wow, I didn't know spelled that Nicaragua exactly would like that. make the list. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm just telling you what number seven is. I, how is that? Maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't really have a comment on Nicaragua, don't either. to be honest. I don't. Yeah, I because think, they're, this is, this I think is, they're great. Again, this is funny. Now you got, and then you got Haiti. Haiti, okay. And I don't even know what the <laughs> yeah. hell this place is. And this is the problem with these lists. 
how are you going in saying, look, is there any, can I check your corruption sheets um, and see where you guys are at? Uh, Guinea. Yeah. Ecuador, New Let's... Guinea. Ecuador, New Guinea. That's what it is. Ecuador, New Guinea. That's on the list. Wow. And then we've got wow, um, Tur- Turkmenstein. I've heard of this place before. Oh, Turkmen- Turkmenistan. Yeah. I, I think that's, that's one where, of those, uh, um, maybe close to Kazakhstan. Yeah, because there was yeah. an issue. that up on the map. I'm curious about that one. Yeah. Because that, that. that's, I think it's a Russian outpost, I think. Yeah, let's pull this one up. So, it's very surprising that Russia's not on the list. Oh, no. That's I, you not... know, maybe they are, but. Oh, that's not the one I did. Let's copy this again. Yeah, Russia's not on the list. Well, maybe he was scared to put Russia on the list. Uh, you know, I, CIA was scared to put Rush on the list. Yeah, let's see what we got here. Take me. All right, so we are. Um, it is right next to. That's Afghanistan. Yep, Iran, Afghanistan, um, Turkmenistan. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a part of the stands. All the Stan brothers. Brother Stan. Yeah, and then right above that is is basically Russia, right? Or, or what's in between, like Turkey? You got uh, uh, this country. How's it go? You go right up from <laughs> Afghanistan, straight north. Uh, straight north would be. Can Kanistan, Kazanistan, whatever, and then uh, yeah. geography wasn't my my name, and then then Russia. So you could you have to go through a couple countries yeah. to get there, but you can get there. And then what what Caspian Sea is there? Um, they're connected to the Caspian Sea. I don't know. I don't even know that. And then the last yeah. one is Libya. Ukraine didn't even make the list. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. You gotta you gotta do me the back in time machine and go back to twenty. Just do, I think even twenty eighteen. Probably 2019. It, they might have just cleared it off the list like after the war started. Whenever the the narratives started pumping, All right, what that's you, probably what, what am I the previous year would be the. What am I looking one. for? Like, what am I looking for? We're just look at like you're just gonna look for a different list from a back in time, mm-hmm. just like the 10 most corrupt countries, but 19 or 2018 list. I'm just curious. I wonder if it'd be different. It's got to be different, right? Well, I mean, the problem is, is that it it's gonna be different because even the guy. If you do a different guy, another guy might have a different thought process because you can't sure. measure corrupt. How do you measure the 10 most corrupt countries? How do you measure that? But, okay, but let's say we have the list okay. and let's say you and I pulled this list every year for 10 years straight. Like they're going to shift around. Of course, everyone's going to move around. But then How at some point you'll be you like, holy shit, though? one of these countries okay. makes the top two every year. One of these countries, you know, so I mean, it's not the end of the world. We had a good time with this list. We did, but I, I'm still but trying I to figure out. I guarantee you, if you get the back in time machine, you will find Ukraine on a list of most corrupt countries. Hundred percent. Right. Here's my way back machine. Here's my way back. Gosh darn! Look at all these trailers here. Do they make trailers in this town or something? Oh, we don't know. Jerry's Arby's. Somewhere in Virginia, they're manufacturing a whole bunch uh, of trailers. Here's so one. A bunch what's, of trailers. This, what's this list here on the way back machine? Way way back. It's taken forever. The problem is, is that p- different people are going to think different countries are corrupt. You see what I'm saying? Well, sure. So but the CIA puts the list together every year. So just let's just go with them on the deal. <laughs> so now we're trusting the CIA. Oh, <laughs> no, I do not trust the CIA. You don't, don't want to be in Syria and be tr- trusting the CIA. Those CIA be lighting mother effers up in Syria. Yeah. I promise you that. There's, I'm not referring to the most recent bombing. I'm talking about from from all these years, the last 10 years, 2014, all we've done is just light up Syria. Yeah. Why? I, got I have no idea why. I got you. That's what they did. Like Benghazi. Remember Benghazi, the big thing in Libya? Yeah. Like, what are, what, are the, what are we doing over there? Why are we cutting deals with these people? Oh, why are we like, back, like backdoor CIA side deals with all these countries just to try to create some sort of uh, revolution, right? To overthrow Gaddafi or overthrow Assad? Like, it, it's just never ending with us. Like, 
attempting to undermine things. And I think that's gotten out of control a little bit, the way we undermine everything around the world to try to get our way. Like, just yeah. chill out, look for terrorists, and then just light the terrorist up and don't say anything. Yeah. Like, that's what we should be doing. Not like, not like producing full-blown color revolutions. Yeah, I think it's more, but, it's, I think it's more scary to countries if, if they just, terrorists just disappear. Nobody really knows what happened. Right? Yes. If that's what you yes, told them you did it. Just like, holy shit. What, you know, Ralph just disappeared. Exactly. You know, Ralph Muhammad yeah, just yeah. disappeared. <laughs> TJ's gone. TJ's gone. The hell? What? What do know what happened? It's just gone. It's just alien invasion yeah. shit beamed up. By, maybe that's why they're coming out with aliens because they're thinking, you know what we should do? You know what we should do? We should just take out people and say aliens did it. They'll never know. Right. You know, next thing you know, me and you are gone. Yeah. And they're like, you know, there was a UFO sighted over his place in Maine and then he's gone. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. Right. Hey, so how long do you go with these podcasts? I, I go for whatever. It doesn't really matter. People come in, people come out. I just, and then the, people can watch on the replay. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah, I can't wait to share it on the replay. I haven't shared something from YouTube in a while. Yeah, so I'm I'm trying to get the the spaces to work, and I got to figure that one out. That was one I I need to figure out was spaces, um, because I cannot. I wish I could go live. Like I'm live on Twitter right now. Um, Oh, yeah. Well, then it's recording you. I mean, so yeah, but the spaces is Twitter. Is where everybody seems to to want to hang out is in those spaces because there's no camera. I don't know, bro. If if you're live on Twitter, I am right now. Let me check. I should be. The, I wish you would have told me that because I could share that and then my followers would jump on and watch. Oh, I'll just I'll just. Uh, Not that I have a lot of followers. I'm just yeah, saying both the of two them, or that three way, followers. Yeah, both jump. of them would help. You know, I could we could have both your followers help. Let me let me we'll do get, this. We'll get you from ten to thirteen watchers <laughs> or something. You know? <laughs> Let's. Uh, <laughs> and I'll, I'll brag about bringing thirty percent. <laughs> exactly. 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 Freaking brokers, you shitbags. Uh, yeah. All right. So let's. Uh, all right, I just sent you the link for my uh, Twitter thing. I'm on there right oh, here. Okay, cool. I mean, don't you get a notification when I go live since wow. you follow me, or you just got me muted or something? I swear to God, these guys. I think they, they, I'll follow you, and then I'm muted. You don't follow me. I think I lost you. All right, so we're going to have lost him for a little bit, because uh, he's going downhill over mountains for, for some reason. He should be on flatland. Again, I still haven't had anybody come up or click in, uh, and the the link is pinned. Nobody click wants to click in and tell me that and that you know it's an invasion. Um, that was put out there. I I both did a community post. I both did you know I'm live and 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 this is the problem I have. I'm not gonna lie. This is the issue that I have. Right. So one of the issues that I have is you got all these patriots. You got all these people ready. To, oh, hang on. Somebody's clicking in. Well, where'd you go? You just dived dove out on me. Yeah, when whenever I clicked that the Twitter link, it shut down the StreamYard. It just booted me. But I think it's my phone. Like uh, my phone has this thing where it only. I turned everything on to where I can run multiple apps. But if I don't do it right, then uh, I get I, it'll shut down the opposite app, the one app I'm using. So I clicked yeah. over to Twitter, and then YouTube just shut down. Yeah, because I'm gonna. I need to go. Uh, I'm on uh, TikTok also. I'm I'm going full China. Basically, there you uh, go. Do I, am. I, I am. I'm I, on TikTok, but I, I just go get the captions. I told some young, some like 20, oh, uh, 24, nine year old that I was on TikTok just for the captions, yeah. and they just laughed at me. <laughs> I'm like, what? Like, I'm just, I just put my video with it, you know, to get the captions, and then I reloaded up on Twitter. I don't know why they thought that was funny. They're like clowning me. Well, because I'm old, man. I'm 45 years yeah, old. Yeah, there's so, other like, software. 45 years old. There's other things you could do to make life easier. 
and just oh, uploading yeah. it to TikTok and then reloading it to, to YouTube, put on your YouTube. YouTube. Also, okay, so check it out. Yeah. I'm going to start. I do a lot of video content. I like, do. I, and it's, yeah. I don't do any editing. I just turn the camera on, shoot a video, and then I launch it on Twitter. Oh. So Which, but it's, where's it, your makes, Twitter? it makes for good, authentic personality, I guess. I yeah, where, where are you but, on? Uh, let me see where you are. I'm growing pretty quick on Twitter, so I, but I have to do a live. So that'll be my next thing I do. Let me. Uh, oh yeah, spaces and Twitter. You'll uh, spaces and what lives. Is your, uh, you'll, you'll blow up. What's your Twitter thing? Who are you on Twitter? At darting uphill. You have a, you have an obsession with this darting. You run uphill a lot. Yeah, yeah. I used to in the Marines. <laughs> All right. Uh, wow. Is that you with the mohawk there? No, I don't think I have a mohawk. Well, somebody, how many followers you got? You see the screen? Is this you? I, I mean, this is you down here, but it, right here in your thing, you've got sunglasses and a mohawk. Is that you? Did I just follow you? That's on you? TikTok. Yeah. yeah, yeah that, the AI-generated one? Yeah, that's me. All right. That one's not darting Wait, uphill. That, or did, yeah, that one is, actually. Yeah. I think I changed it. Yeah. Yeah, that's me. But I haven't, I, like I said, I only went there for the captions, and I said, that's too much work, man. Like, I, yeah. I can't just shoot All right, video. This is just a quick that. reminder. Yeah, it's a quick reminder. That there you, go. you can go to your local Napa Auto Parts store and get any color of paint matched. Yeah. And I'll put it in a spray can, and then you can go paint your motorcycle parts. Okay, you don't have to take. We got we got to do more do-it-yourself projects with paint and bodywork. Okay, got it. They're just robbing yeah. people at these paint shops, these okay. automotive shops that are that are fixing paint and bodywork. Mm -hmm. So, my recommendation is go to your local Napa Auto Parts and get a spray can of paint. And do your own, do it yourself. Do your own work. You're gonna have a lot of people messing but a lot of stuff up, just so you that's know. That's not why I'm in the air. Yeah, yeah. And if you would have said the word challenge, this would have went viral. Especially the oh, fact. Oh, yeah, I the, forgot about yeah. that. You're right. Challenge is the key if word. If you would have said challenge, <laughs> the word challenge, the new spray paint challenge, the new spray paint mash car challenge, plus the fact that you're wearing some type of metal detector around your neck, um, a collar or shock collar. Yeah. Is that is that like what is that like a <laughs> shock, shock collar? collar? I mean, what what are we doing here? That we're just those like, are my. I have yeah. a video on that too. Those are my neck lights, man. I don't go anywhere without my neck lights. Well, you're in the shower. So those are you're in the shower without your neck lights. Did you know that? We're gonna do a deep analysis on my fitness. Deep analysis on fitness. And the reason we're gonna do that yeah. is because I've been attempting to get shredded. Shredded. For the last six months, <laughs> yeah. trying everything I got. Yeah. I'm trying to eat better. I'm not the best. Not the best. I'm trying to work out more. Yeah. I've been doing the jujitsu, and then I always do the yoga. So the yoga is very, very powerful. It, it helps it's, you it, it, Yoga. Okay. So, but I'm a little bit disappointed in. I mean, it, it's good because right now that makes you like soft <laughs> and, and man. Oh, there he is. Okay, There's so, the shredded. Dude, that thing went. I think that thing hit ten thousand views. Bro. Maybe maybe that was a six thousand on Twitter. You that went, thing went wild. You on went Twitter. full blown freaking Gen X right here, bro. I can't yeah. believe you're doing this. <laughs> I can't believe I'm watching this. I think my, I, I literally believe that my brain said, oh, Lord, look at this. Oh, Lord. I'm never going to sleep again. I'm never going to sleep again. Not too disappointed in. You went Gen X. I swear. How old are you? 45, man. I'm Gen X, baby. Let's oh, go. Now let's shoot one more quick video and one show you what it's like video. to be too cool for school. I can see All right, this. This is on the trailer gap. Okay, check out the trailer gap. Stand by. Okay, take a quick note. Yeah. Noting. Notice the flushness of my trailer. Uh -huh. The front of my trailer yeah. is flush with the front of the tire. Front of tires. Okay, you see that? Yeah. It's flush. Flush. Now I'm going to show you another truck. Uh oh. And the driver's way cooler than I am. Oh boy. Because he's got that thing set way back. Listen. Yeah, he's, like one he's, of probably, those, he's probably gapping more wind. One of those show trucks. Okay, here's a show truck for you. All right. Okay, here we go. Here it is. Now check out the trailer gap on this bad boy. Yeah. 
Okay. You see that? I do. That's totally unnecessary. Absolutely. Shit. That trailer gap so wide. Yeah. And look at that flushness of his trailer. You see that? That's because this Covenant, when they order that, how many do you they order get? sliding fifth wheel. Look at that again. <laughs> Probably not many on TikTok. Look at that. Yeah. I, if those are TikTok, I, like I said, all my I activities on Twitter. On another man's truck. This is great. Your TikTok is fantastic. I swear to God, I didn't even know you had it. There's, there's the shot collar. What do we got here? Okay, I got a job offer. I'm going to pay you 75 cents a mile. Okay. But there's no miles. Okay, I got a job offer for you. I'm going to pay you overtime. Okay. But there's no overtime. You get it? Yeah. No. I, I don't get it. <laughs> Not really. Okay, I feel like I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I think one that you said about the tracking app, and I'm like, that's not a tracking app. That's so we can send rockets to your... That was me. You remember that one? We can hit you for oh, rockets. Oh, macro point? Yeah, macro point. And I'm like, that macro... Gaha, we got you. The macro point so we can shoot a rocket and blow your truck up if you don't, you know. Or, no, we can do... We can we can send... Uh, that's what it was. We can send check engine lights to your truck oh, if we piss you off. Remember? nice. Shut you down after 10 yeah. hours. That's, uh, that's where that's we're That's hilarious. So yeah, I swear to God, I didn't even know you're on. T I, I hit follow. Why is it not following? Did it unfollow you? Okay, you're. Still, yeah, I, I'm yeah. on that, but I, I don't know. I, I really got to pick a platform and just kind of do it because I'm late. I'm Gen X, man. I like I don't know this cross posting. I know I should, but I really want to do it on YouTube because, like all those videos you just played. Yeah. I have no way to find them. I mean, I can go find them on TikTok randomly, but like YouTube gives you the ability to sort of like, you know. Go search them back up and find them, and then repost them and stuff like that. Right? About, I just found it's more them. organized on YouTube. Mm, I can see. I, like I'm on right now. I'm doing Rumble, X, and YouTube right now. That's what I'm going to. And uh, I wish Rumble would do a better job with yeah, their uh, search function or like their algorithm or whatever. Like it feeds me the most ridiculous stuff. It's like nothing's arranged. I can't see the. I don't know. I I love Rumble. The idea of Rumble. I use it. But I know exactly where I'm going with Rumble. I don't yeah. go there to sort of learn new things. I go there to see my one, you know, the one guy I'm a big fan of, and that's it. So yeah. that's easy. But I don't like. I, mean, the I way think they you're a big fan of uh, Bandino, right? Bandino. No, who's, who's your big fan of? Who are you a big fan of? Oh, I can't say online because he's super duper right wing. Hang on you won't watch it. Hang on a second. You're... Viva, right. Viva Fry. How All about right. that? Got I'll it. give you that one. No, Got Robert it. Barnes. Robert Barnes, look him up. He's the best. All right. Let me... Uh... Barnes Law. Robert Barnes. Have you heard of Viva and Barnes? No. Oh, man. All right. Yeah, me, they're, uh... they're lawyers. You know how LawTube took off? Yes. You realize there's a bunch of lawyers on the tube. How good your cooking is. Hang on, that kicked in. Yes, I mentioned there's lawyers on YouTube. Yep. There's, yeah, there's so both like real lawyers and then, there's, and then there's YouTube lawyers. Which ones are you talking about? Real ones or the YouTube lawyers? Well, they're real ones, but they they have a YouTube presence as oh, well. Oh, so actual lawyers so, though, that because there's a lot of people out there that think they're lawyers and and, and yeah, they're, no, they're, it's like lawyers with real practice, right? Yeah. And then they sort of do they break down cases and uh, we lose your cam, we lose your mic. Where where where's your thing? Yeah, uh, yeah, your mic kicked to the to the truck mic. You there? Yeah, yeah, I'm back. Are you there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. I'm gonna have to hop off soon, but yeah, so too, if we can I gotta wrap grab it up, something. that'd be great. I gotta, I gotta call. That's a customer calling me, and I didn't want to take just the call. Hang up. Because, just hang up on me. It'd be like I gotta go because yeah. then I'll just yeah, end it here too. I want to. I'm out of here. Call yeah, me yeah. some other so, time. I mean, Stop talking. 
You know what I'm saying? Well, we'll just we'll just meet back up on Twitter, though. I mean, I'll be there after I talk to my customer. Yeah, and and, and but, um, I, I might. But anyways, yeah. So these lawyers, go, yeah, these yeah. lawyers, they go, they start, you know, they do, they they go, they do case analysis, mm-hmm. right? And it's kind of entertaining because you could like learn a lot. Yeah. So, anyways, my wife's Canadian, so the lawyer that moved from Canada down to Florida, his name's Viva Viva Fry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, I know Viva Fry sounds familiar. Go ahead. Yeah, and then and he's on Rumble, and then the other one's Robert Barnes, who they're sort of in business. They do locals together, local, you know, locals app or whatever. Yeah. So, so they do like, you know, they talk about cases, right? Robert's a little bit more political. Yeah. Oh, they're both political. They're both political, but you know, they're they're anti-lockdowners like me, you know, like mm-hmm. freedom types, libertarians, those types. But uh, but anyways, yeah. So that's who I go to on Rumble, mm-hmm. you know. But I only go there for them, and then I, you know, I watch the news. That's my news, right? And then yeah. Then I go back to Twitter. Yeah, I mean, for me, I watch. I don't really care. I watch all kinds of people. I mean, I watch. I like. I, I de- like Destiny. My biggest thing was, like I said, I'll go live and because people want to debate me in the text, and I hate typing. I can't stand it. Um, yeah, no me. Either. And and I I 100%. have like I have dysgraphia, so I don't spell well, and I do all this stuff, and I'm just like screw this. Drop, click, you know, go live, click the link, debate me, and then nobody shows up. Um, which is yeah, fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because they're like, hilarious. oh wait a minute, you're gonna and and I make I make it where you don't have to come on screen, so it's not like you need a camera or anything like that. You just click the link. But then, you know, nobody ever shows up. And that's why I, I dropped this one for it's not an invasion. And it's not an invasion. Nobody shows up. Nobody wants to debate that. You know, and I bet if you said it is an invasion, holy shit, you'd probably double your, your views. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But that's, but that's the problem. And, and most of the stuff I cover is, you know, I, I try to break fake news. I try to break stuff that, look, and people are like, oh, you're Biden. I'm like, well, no, I'm just trying to explain to you guys that Biden is not doing nothing. He's not doing nothing. He's doing something. He's getting shot down by the courts. Did he do it wrong? Yeah. Yes, he did it wrong. A hundred percent, he it, fucked it up in the beginning. But it's now he's trying it, to his fix timing's it. wrong. His yes. timing's off. His his uh, his direction is a little bit off because he should have known this. Right. And by the way, this is what you get when it's not really him making all the decisions. I yes. mean, this is this is a group of people running this administration that they cool. they kind of go with the wind a little bit on things. You mean they, Trump's not the see where the, in charge? The pulse is like that's how you get to a place where you think that. That it's okay to do the things we're doing, yeah. you know, as far as like, uh, you know, transgender culture. Like yeah. the way you get here is sort of pandering to ideas. They're ideologues. That's what it is. They're I- mm-hmm. ideological, and then they make decisions based upon the ideology. And that's what I think in corporations too. So people right. are making uh, ideological decisions when a better decision would be like a logical decision. Right. So, and, and I think that's what's going on. You know, I mean, and then. It breeds this, the, this, the missteps. Then the missteps started occurring. Yeah. You know, did you see the story just now with the uh, airplane hangar in Boise, Idaho? No. It's like a breaking news event. Like this airplane hangar, just they're building it. It's under construction and something happened and the thing just collapsed and killed three people. Three people is the last I heard. Um, but, but yeah, it's like, I don't know. Like, I don't know that the construction companies are as good now as they were well, I, 10 years ago. I think the issue, too, is like, like I don't got, know. We're, we're getting a lot of, like, we just sold, and I got to look this up, too. I thought we just sold our number one U.S. steel was sold to Japan. Yes. Yeah, I heard that, too. Yep. It might have been sure. China. I don't know if it's Japan. No, I think it was Japan. <laughs> no, Nucor. But... Look up Nucor, or maybe it, it was. Yeah, sold US. to Japan. One U.S. steel sold to Japan. It was about a month ago. Yeah. So the issue is, is that you, you got to find out where are they getting their steel from? Because I, uh, and, and I yep. deal with, okay. So I do I do steel and, and fiberglass tanks, right? So I have a steel tank manufacturer that basically I, she talks to me all the time about this. So you can get steel cheap from China, 
but it's not the same strength as, as what we deal with, right? And I'm not a steel right. So a lot of times she's competing with other companies that are getting steel from China and they won't get it from China. Like they, they won't. So w w the price difference is, is amazing, she says, be but the steel, they won't stand up to test. And over time, next thing you know, they're failing like hydro tests and pressure tests. So, yes. And then so they, check it out. They, we just went over this last night in a space with my, uh, my good friend and, and buddy, yeah. um, Justin on Twitter. So he had two glad hands that he bought at like the local truck stops. Right. And the glad hand is the piece of metal that connects the truck to the trailer. It he released it. the brakes and it blew the metal apart. The air pressure shattered the metal Yeah. on the glad hand. So it's a huge safety concern, this quality of metal. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, so this is what happens. They cut costs Damn. and down and then people die. Right. That's, that's the deal. And, and, and like I said, but that's the big thing with China and, and some of the steel that they're getting. Now you have to take a look at, where, okay, where the steel come from, you know, and the rating and stuff like that. Uh, that is spam. Okay. So I get spam calls all the time. You know what we should do? If you ever go, I, I, can't, I can't do nights, right? That's my big thing with me. I don't do nights with me. My wife, she's, you know, she's, um, I married up. Let's sure. just tell you this much. I, I scored big time. So I'm not, you know, dumb. But she has panic issues and stuff like that. So I can do days. But if you ever do a, uh, if you ever do your um, space, I can literally put. I can then stream your space on YouTube. Like I can be playing your spaces on YouTube. And oh be yeah. Linked to, yeah. So yeah, we yeah, could, for I sure. Could, I'll give you the rights to that. You know what I mean? So we could go in there and and then I'll tag you. Give me the rights. Um, <laughs> I can give you. Let me sign off on your rights to promote to promote. You know to push my kidding. voice. You're you're a journalist, and uh, my information is public. Yeah. So let me, let me, listen, my voice is copyrighted. Um, so, <laughs> trademarked. But yeah. yeah, and, yeah and, we still got to do trademarks. We still got to discuss AI. We still got to yeah. discuss um, the future world. We still got to, you know, we got to. Dude, I can bring to on topics. Dude, you have no idea the topics I can fucking throw at you and the stuff that I've covered. <laughs> do you know? I do you know I did a video ex explaining how um, COVID and MH the flight uh, three seventy flight. Um, and, and I intertwined all of that with, with stuff in regard wow. to that, like DARPA, you know, in DARPA, you know, that DARPA started a vaccine yeah. department in 2014. Did you, did you know that? Yep. And the DARPA's sole bad, base, bad news, the man. sole base of that was, and they stated in their paperwork, it was for a possible pandemic that could cause some type of conflict with other countries. Oh yeah. And at the same Looking time, to, they were uh, giving Moderna. money. Look at Moderna's patents. And Just the, look at Moderna man, and their patents the, and when they were produced. 2014 was the same time they were giving money to Wuhan. The same yes, year, sir. they started DARPA started doing that and giving money to, to Wuhan. And then, yes, because they knew, because yeah. DARPA knows what's going on at the NIH. They they work hand in glove. And you, are you issues. familiar with quantum computing? Yes. Okay. Hey, are you familiar with I mean, free, I'm free like, scale? I'm not like an expert, but I know of quantum computing. Okay, so I can explain that. And then free scale semiconductor. Oh, bro, we got to cover this. We got to. I got to. I got to walk you through oh, yeah. this one. It, it, this is. I go back and play the video, and and we can talk about it. But and and I'm actually, that's you. what I should do. I'll go back to your YouTube and start watching some of that content, so I know who I'm really dealing with. I'm a freak. I got Bigfoot interview. I. You know what <laughs> I wanted to do for a while too is um, coast to coast AM. You remember Coast Coast AM? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, so I started yeah, Art doing. Bell, baby. Oh, man. Art Bell, where you at? Exactly. I so I did some Bigfoot interviews and stuff because it's fun. It was fun for me, <laughs> dude. I've interviewed. Where's my list of people I've interviewed? Uh, where's my channel? There's my channel. Uh, let me go to my channel, then I'll let you go because you got to call your customer. Uh, where is my about page? I don't know where my about page is. There's okay. Uh, Rebecca Koffler, I sent you that one. 
uh, Cleo Pascal. Yep. She's a part of a think tank that deals with um, uh, the South China Sea and all that type of stuff. Um, Jeff Nyquist, uh, book uh, author that deals with Russia. Um, Dr. Spiro Pantazo, I hate pronouncing his last name. Uh, he's from a New York. I can't, he was a PhD that basically studied the, uh, how the vaccine and the effects of the vaccines on people. He studied that. I've interviewed him. Um, well, you know Sal, right? Sal from What's Going On in Shipping? Uh, no, I don't. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sal is the big ocean, yeah. ocean guy. I've interviewed him twice. Yep. Um, Dooner, Tim Dooner from Freight Waves. Because um, yep. you asked me this list. Uh, she Van Fleet, she was in, um, she wrote the book and she was also in Communist China under Mao, and she explains that. Uh, Economic Ninja, he's a bigger YouTube channel. I was with him for a while until he went he went off the rails. Um, Dr. Antonio Gasefo is a friend of mine. Um, he's uh, He lived in Mongolia and does economics, Chinese economics and things like that. Um, nice. Amber Baig, she I interviewed her. She's was a complete she's a complete left all solar electric bicycle type person. Um, that was uh, the, the mighty Jingles <laughs> was it. a gamer. He's a big gamer that I followed for a long time, so I reached out to him. Uh, financial prepper, uh, Heresy Financial. He's on YouTube. Nobody yeah. special. Toe yeah, I, I watch Heresy. I watch Heresy. I yeah. like that guy. I've interviewed him. Um, Toe Piglet, uh, you, trucker used to have to do the hotshot non CDL hotshot. Toe Piglet. He, he's he's a friend of mine. Uh, Casey Fleming cool. from um, Black Ops. He does a lot with. Uh, he's from Black Ops uh, Inc. or whatever I think it is, and they do a lot. Black with, Ops uh, Matter. I love the name Black Ops Matter. Yeah, That's Black Ops Matter, name. and then um, he does a lot with uh, think tanks in regards to fentanyl coming over from China, and then oh, yeah. um, uh, via Mexico, of course. Yeah, and then Rachel uh, Premack, who just left uh, Freightways. I mean, she was on my show twice, and then there's a what did you say? Uh, Rachel. What did you rate? She just left. Freight she waves? left freight waves. She just left freight waves. You didn't know what? she left freight waves. No, dude, it was on Twitter. Did you not? Find, do you not watch Twitter? This yeah, is, she's well, getting a here's job. Here's my problem, man. When you do eight hours in a space, you don't have time to scroll. Oh, so, okay, true. so that just happened. Like yeah, today just a couple or days yesterday? ago. A couple days ago. It was her last show. Yeah, and she's doing something. I and think where did she different. go? I, don't, she I, I think she's not doing any writing. She's just doing her blog and stuff. Oh, yeah. okay. That, that, I think they're going under a restructuring over there. They are. I think I they're, they're restructuring. They're, they're separating sonar from the news and media outlet aspect. Uh, they're keeping There's got to be something sonar. else going on, too, though. There's something more. There's something more with these all these magazines that Craig Fuller's uh, producing or owning or whatever. Like, there's something going on with the media portion by itself, I think. Maybe. Forget I, well, sonar. I understand sonar is coming out, but yeah. there must be something more uh, strategic going on, let's call it. Yeah, unless maybe, well, Trump's in charge. You know, Trump's a real president. So maybe, maybe they're going back to media magazines rather than internet because the internet's going to be censored. We didn't even, What's that? We didn't even get to the trucker convoy yet. We got to cover the trucker convoy. Bro. We got to cover. Do you uh, watch my show? We got to cover sovereign citizens. You have, we got to cover oh, sovereign citizens. Dude, I got, I got something. Got, I'm telling you right now, if we cover sovereign citizens, I'm reaching out to a buddy of mine. I'm telling you, I'm reaching out. I'm reaching out. Somebody, I'll tag him, but I'm telling you right now, if we cover sovereign citizens, I'm pulling him on. He will have a, a, a it'll be hysterical. Hang on. Let me tag him right Stuff now. Stuff is fascinating to me. I'm just now learning about it. And it's just like, oh, whoa. he could, bro, he could literally teach you everything you need to know. You, you would have a, gr <laughs> you let me know when you want to do the sovereign citizen show and uh, we will, we'll have a discussion with him. With, with a guy that will absolutely have a great time explaining it. Exactly. Because you know, right he's, uh, it's CBC. He, what he does is he covers grifters. 
So he, really, yeah, he covers. Oh, I love that guy already. Oh my God, let me send you his. Let me send you his link. I just tag. Yeah, him. so I can follow him. He's a YouTuber. Or? Yeah. Well, no, he's on Twitch. Um, he's on Rumble. Um, nice. And then I got another do, reason do, to go to Rumble. Dude, if, he covers anyone that's covering grifters. Like I'm all in, bro. He's. You have no idea what he does. So he does. Um, he fought, covers Phil Godlewski, literally, and Phil calls him out. He's interviewed him. I don't know if you know who he is. Um, he just no. covered Matt and Miss a- the dude. He is covering all of them, and he brings he he's a fact checker with him. I'm telling you, you need to <laughs> let me um let me do this. Uh, oh, actually, I can just go from here. Do this. Beep. Uh, just... Let me do this. Mm-mm. I'll send you his thing when you jump off. I'll send you his thing. Did I lose you? Right, amigo. All right. No, probably I'll, soon. I'll, yeah, I'll send you. Yeah, I'm there. I'll send yeah, you yeah. his link, though. But will, will you let me know when you can go live again, and, and I'll, I'll get him on. All right. Let me kick here from the studio. All right. I'm going to go ahead and cut this one. Um, thanks everybody for listening. Um, I'll see ya. Let me do this. I gotta turn my camera off here. Bye. Bye. Bye.